Hello everyone, top of the morning to everybody. Um, last week was a very wonderful and yet a very interesting, you know, um, salmonette put together, um, which I tag, you are what you say. And today we're going to be having um, yet another wonderful exposition in the word of God today. Um, last week we looked at the book of Luke and we're going to be taking it from there where we stop. Like I said, it's going to be a systematic training. And uh, I believe strongly that by the time we are done with this um, podcast for this week, we're going to have a wonderful time of learning and also getting some insight, deep insight about the Word of God. So uh, please, I want you to relax, sit back, relax, and enjoy, you know, this another 20 to 30 minute recording of this summonate. Um Today, we're going to be looking at something very interesting. Something that is interesting, yes. Something that perhaps we all are familiar with there's something that we can all relate because it's something that we see every single day it is not we're not oblivious of it you know we see it every day and perhaps again (laughs) we live in what we see every day and what am i talking about i'm talking about you know building so today uh, we're going to be focusing on building building and for a building to stand it involves a builder if you know what i mean so for a building to start stand it involves a builder so today we're going to be considering a two categories of people just like we also consider two categories of you know people in the last um, discussion we had if i could you know reiterate what was discussed last week we talked about a tree and its fruit and a fruit can only bear you know a tree can only bear fruit um, if you put some environmental factors into into play because um, a fruit cannot be itself in isolation of the tree you know so a work and a hand so how then can we recognize you know a a good tree that bears a good fruit from a bad tree that bears a bad fruit and we're able to look at what the bible says as regarding that you know concerning a good tree bad fruit and everything still comes out from the heart but we're not going to go into that you know this morning because that has been you know dealt with last week but we're just going to look at another yet you know two categories of um people and this time it's it, it, the bible makes us to understand using an illustration of you know a, a builder so in the book of luke chapter 2 from verse 46 to 49 luke chapter 6 from verse 46 to 49 um it started with an open statement that makes me wonder that why would jesus christ start with this and i think the reason why he started with this statement uh we'll get to understand as we read it says why do you call me lord lord and do not do what i say and that verse ends with a question mark why do you call me lord lord and do not do what i say here jesus christ was talking apparently he was talking to his people was talking to the large crowd because of course we know you know how jesus christ moved from cities to cities town to town the 10 decapolis the 10 cities you know in jerusalem and he was just going and what was he doing preaching teaching inspiring healing and what have you you know but at this point at this juncture he was able to just ask that thought-provoking question why do you call me lord lord i mean there must be a reason why you are calling me or giving me that title why do you call me lord lord so what is lord lord a repetition of 
that adjective what is lord lord i think from our elementary understanding of the bible the meaning of lord or lordship just like we have been studying bible with is we talk about when we talk about lordship or lord what comes to mind is rulership is someone that has authority you know a king with his kingdom you know it's like he has authority it's like a master a master to a slave relationship so jesus christ was not um fascinated for lack of better words by that he's not fascinated by the title because if you look at what is obtainable to us in a, in a societal setting today and most of the religious people they like the the argument and the and the title they give themselves you hear a pastor call himself most senior reverend bishop apostle prophet blah 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 and you're wondering that what's up with all this accolade what's up with all this you know surface and all of those things and you begin to wonder that so what is there in the title but jesus christ just like we know he just called himself jesus christ <laughs> that is just his name <laughs> from from nazareth you know simple as that no too much title just simple like i call myself oh you know no too, no too much title no professor clinical no uh, biochemist whatever no engineer whatever it's just simple and the same thing can be said about Jesus Christ. He just made his name simple. Don't forget who Jesus Christ was as at that time or is as at today, <laughs> if I put it that way. You know, he is the savior of the world. You know, he is, he, is, he, 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 is, he is God in human flesh, if you understand what I mean. But he didn't give himself that title. So Jesus Christ was like, why do you guys call me Lord, Lord? It's like you guys are just patronizing me. And how do I know? By the concluding verse of that, um, by, by the concluding sentence of that verse, it says that, and do not do what I say. So it's like you're just patronizing. Okay, wait, 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 wait a minute. You, you see me, you guys will respect me. You guys will exhibit that form of respect. You call me, heal me, and everything. But why do you heal me? Why do you have to heal me? Why do you have to call me Lord? Why do you have to respect me when at my back or at the end of the day you don't follow my instruction? So why then do you call me Lord, Lord? And yet you do not do what I say. So that is a very profound um, statement to make. And as we continue, he now made mention that as for everyone who comes to me, now he's not talking to whoever, anyone, anybody, you know, regardless of your status, regardless of your exposure, regardless of your background, regardless of your color, the skin of your color, regardless of your educational exploit, whatever I say, as for everyone who comes to me and hears my word and put them into practice you can see the conjunction is just going it says as for anyone who hears my word and a conjunction you know hears my word and another conjunction and put them into practice since i will show you what they are like again so this is where the story now starts so he's now focusing on a certain audience and who are those audience one those people that comes to me <laughs> so that is number one for, for as a yastic of those people that is referring to say for those that come to me one for those that hears my word again so it's one thing for you to come to christ is asking for you to hear his word and not only hearing his word also putting his word into practice so it's like a three in one like a super combo you know one for those that comes to me that's for so one would have i am assume that for those people that for another category of coming to Christ means that they really want to seek a relationship with him. Correct. So now you want to seek a relationship with him means that you have to hear the word of God. So that's why in the book of Romans chapter 10, 
in verse 17 says consequently faith comes from the hearing of the word so you cannot have faith if you are not um, if you don't hear the word of god either by attending church services either by through your screen all this virtual stuff we are doing online either by people sitting you down and exegizing teaching you the word of god one way or the other you should be able to hear the word of god for you to develop that conviction for you to develop that faith because it's the same bible that makes us understand that it is impossible to, to please god without faith so faith is 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 very key it's germane just like my professor will say it's germane it's like pregnant you see it it's obvious to the sight so yeah one you have to come to christ you have to hear his word and you have to put his word into practice and this also reminds me of the scripture in the book of james that we should not only be the listener of his word but also the doer so these are the category of people that jesus christ want to now illustrate so i want to cite an example now i want to use a life application and what is the life application in verse in verse 48 and that says they are like imagine so all these people that fall under that category that comes to me that hears my word and put them into practice you now want to attribute them to a particular character you now want to attribute them to a particular illustration you see they are like a man building a house who dug down deep and lay the foundation on the rock when a flood came a torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built wow isn't this interesting so it's not attributing the people that or the set of people that comes to christ that hear his word of god they hear the word which is the bible and also put his word into practice which is the commandment of god you see they are like a man who built his house dig down on the rock and when flood comes which are environmental factors and we're going to also talk about that in a, in a jiffy which are environmental factors when the flood comes and test the the um the viability of the building he said the building is going to stand because they have been able to come to christ they have been able to hear his word and they have been able to put into practice the commandment of god that is the attribute of someone that wants to really have a relationship with with christ and um, as i continue uh, like i said this is just like a life application in verse 49 it says but the one this like opposite now now we have been able to consider um, the person that built a house on the rock what are the category of such a person just to retreat again that category of the person falls under the one that comes to christ that you know um hears word and also you know put to practice what he has learned but there's a flip side of it there's a flip side of the coin of this story but however that what it means but for those that do not fall under that category we can also illustrate them as to the one who hears my word in verse 49 but the one who hears my word and does not put them into practice is like a man who built his house on the ground without a foundation the moment the torrent struck that house it collapsed and its destructions was com- complete that is very also profound so there are two categories of people and that will not bring me to my point my title so i titled this summonet you are what you build you are what you build so let's go back to the scripture now we have been able to identify two categories of builder here we have 
the wise builder and we also have the foolish builder so how can we differentiate comparative analysis how can we differentiate a wise builder from a foolish builder i think there are some incentives there are some parameters we need to put into place for us to be able to differentiate a wise builder and a foolish builder but first of all let's look at the let's consider the similarities you know let's consider the similarities. what are what are things that are similar to these categories of people these two categories of people one they are all builders they are all builders that is what they have in common they build so they have a skill and the skill here they have is a building skill you know for some of us that want to be a profound a renowned builder you have to go to school you know for the likes of some of the brothers on campus that like i remember like osas like Sean joseph and what have you and my brother who also studied architecture you know they want to gain you know, some intellectual knowledge on how they can you know be able to build so you have to go to school learn those skills and everything so we assume that this builder one way or the other have been able to develop that skill of building but what now differentiates a foolish builder from a wise builder it's by some of the things that we're going to consider now another similarity is that whether the whether the wise builder builds and the foolish builder also builds the similarity is that there is a building that is what they have in common there's a building so by the time we see a wise builder you know mount his own building and we see a foolish builder also mount his own building what they have in common is that there's a structure there that we can all see but that structure again will not be put to test and that is how one we can now start to determine who a foolish builder is from a wise builder so what are the parameters to now determine who a foolish and a wise builder is one of the parameters is the foundation let's start from the basis let's go back to the drawing board the foundation foundation is very 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 and very important because without the foundation a building can stand and if at all it stands eventually it can stand the test of time so that's why the bible is encouraging us that we should build our um, our, our life on the foundation of christ and that's what paul was encouraging the church in Corinth that he is building on the foundation of christ so anything that is beyond that is not going to last so i want to challenge us this very moment that what is your spiritual foundation today like i said i'm inspiring i'm, I'm motivating i'm also teaching what is your spiritual foundation today what can we say about your spiritual foundation now it will trust us to know that your foundation is determined or is dependent by the structure you want to you know um you want to erect you want to build you can't lay a foundation that is designed for a, a skyscraper a skyscraper is about 1000 all these 100 story building one style thousand story building those are skyscrapers they are very very high in terms of height so you can expect that you want to build a skyscraper with the foundation of a bungalow it doesn't make any sense you will build it quite all right but at the end of the day you just notice that as you are building it the skyscraper will just fall or maybe after one month or two months it just fall why because the foundation at which you have laid in building that kind of structure can't hold can't carry that kind of structure so so how do you now tell a wise builder 
from a foolish builder. It's by its foundation. By its foundation. Just the same way, you can't say you want to build a two-story building, a three-story building with a foundation of a kiosk. It's not possible. A kiosk doesn't really need any foundation. You just need a baseline. Just put a, a plank on the floor and you can start erecting and erecting. So you cannot build a three, four-story building with a foundation of a kiosk. Neither can you build a skyscraper with the foundation of a bungalow, if you understand what I'm trying to say. So the foundation is very, very important. What is your spiritual foundation today? Now, what these two builders have in common? Okay, in fact, it might even interest us to know that the foolish builder structure might be very appealing to the eyes. It might build a very sophisticated building. That's why they normally say that do not judge is good by its cover, and all that glitters is in gold. You know, sometimes we can be moved by the structure, the architectural powers of, of, of the structure. Like, I mean, this structure is very nice. This building is fantastic, you know. But what about the foundation? Have you been able to cover, uh, consider the foundation? So that's why sometimes when we look at ourselves today, we might act as if everything is okay. We might exhibit um, and live our life as if you know everything is fine and all but if you look at our hearts if you look at our hearts you know do we really exemplify the spiritual foundation that christ wants we can come to church live our life as if everything is all all right and all good live a free free and proper life like everybody look at you people respect you because you are cool calm and calculated but appearance is deceitful Apparently, if you might come and put on a facade of trying to be nice, you know, just like um, yesterday we had our Bible talk yesterday, and um, we had we had to consider, you know, why is it possible that somebody can lay his life for someone that is good, or cannot lay his life for someone that is righteous? And of course, another story on that day. So, so people can come with that facade, with that impression that ah, they are good, they are nice, you know, they are reading the Bible, they are coming to church. But right into inside their hearts, the foundation of their heart is porous. The foundation of their heart is weak and all of those things. So sometimes people consider a foolish builder. You can see that he has erected a very fantastic, sophisticated building, an edifice, a palatial edifice. But the foundation is weak. So that's why when rain comes, torrents, strokes, and lightning and all of those things, flooding comes, guess what? In that stand, in that test. You know the, the viability and the strength of the building. That's why you now hear that. How come most of the time, for for some of us that stays in Lagos, how come we hear most of the time that when building building collapse or collapses, most of the time is because of rainfall, because of this a, a heavy downpour of rain. So that should now tell you that the structure of that building or the foundation of that building is not strong enough. Now these are illustrations to connote some spiritual insights so what is the building what does it represent because these are representative these are symbol it symbolizes some symbolic symbolism if you understand what i mean you know so these symbols connote some particular representation and what are some of those representative representation i mean to say one the builder represents us we disciples we are the builder the foundation is our faith. The foundation is our faith. Just like I told you earlier on that it is impossible to please God without faith. And for us to not 
for the for the torrent and the flooding and everything are the circumstantial situation that we surround ourselves are the temptation are the worries of life are the um, challenges are the obstacles that we face every now and then so how do we put these pieces together to form a whole puzzle how do we put these pieces together so we as a disciple which we represent the builder and um, the foundation which we represent our faith and the flooding and the torrents as the case may be which represents the worries of life how do we put these pieces together i think the answer is not far-fetched how we can put these pieces together is because just like we normally say that our, our, our faith can only be trusted when it is tested you know so the worries of life are those external or even internal you know factors that can actually test you know the foundation of our faith if we say that we have faith then we should be rest assured that our, that faith that we claim we have should be tested so when we are going through trials and temptation just like our brother as servant of the lord james as limited to encourage us and motivate us that we should consider it pure joy it's something that we need to consider every single day and what should we consider he said we should consider pure joy when we face whenever we face trials and temptation because this again builds perseverance and when perseverance finishes work it brings about maturity in faith so are you mature in your faith this moment what is the spiritual foundation of your faith is your faith strong enough that you can withstand and you can withhold the worries of life are you struck by lightning spiritual lightning are you struck by spiritual flooding and when you are when you find yourself in those circumstances how do you respond to it is your faith strong enough to you to accommodate those external and also internal you know pressure or you just you just collapse <laughs> you just collapse so for some of us when we face different temptation different challenges and everything rather than the challenges and the worries of life to strengthen us to deepen our foundation guess what it makes us it collapses it breaks us and that is to tell you where your level of faith lies so i want to encourage us at this very moment that our foundation of faith is very very key is very very important vis-a-vis the worries of life those worries of life i know to be very sincere and to be very honest with us i know that sometimes you know these worries of life these issues disappointment sin you know weaknesses of ours temptation and everything it puts us in that position of melancholy a position of sadness and sometimes it throws us into confusion a state of turmoil you know but in spite of the circumstances we find ourselves, like I usually say, we should not allow our circumstances to, to define us, but rather we should be the one to define our circumstances, you know, because our circumstances is just circumstantial, if you understand what I mean. So we should allow our circumstances should not, our circumstances should not define us, but rather we should define our circumstances. So the question I want to leave us with this moment is that what is your own spiritual circumstances? Is your spiritual circumstances there to strengthen and mature your faith or is your spiritual circumstances there to destroy and break down your faith which is your spiritual foundation so please brothers and sisters i really want to appreciate your time you know for just taking time to listen to this podcast once again we're going to be having this every week you know same time <laughs> same station do not touch that die so um 
the title of this message I've just listened to is You Are What You Build. And I'm sure that we're we'll having a, yet another wonderful and exciting moment with us again next week. So thank you for listening. I want us to take time to ponder on what we have, what we have heard, to analyze it, to digest it, and also to internalize it. And perhaps if you have any question, you can feel free to call me. Let's talk. Let's extend that line of communication. Amen. And to God be the glory. So right about now, we're going to pray. I'm going to call it a day. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity you have given us that we can also learn again from your word. And you have able to make us understand that there are two categories of people, wise and foolish people. And you went as far as making an illustration of a builder. And based on the illustrations and the life applications that you have made, we have been able to learn the spiritual insight, which is uh, our foundation of our faith. I pray that in as much as we face different you know, situations, life-threatening situations to some you know, uh, and all, that I pray that our faith will be strengthened every single day. That uh, just like the Bible says that we should consider it a pure joy when we face trials and temptation at every single day. That by the time we face all of these things, that it will rather you know, strengthen our faith rather than destroying it. Lord. Give us the strength, give us the tenacity, give us the enabling spirit to be able to achieve this now and beyond forevermore. This will pray in your son's mighty with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you.